0: Doug Terrell, History and Comment is available weekdays on iHeartRadio. Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Monday, the ninth day of January, 2023. In the middle of the 14th century, the bubonic plague was decimating Europe. Living conditions were horrible. Rats and fleas were everywhere. The disease most likely came from the Far East and arrived in Sicily, In 1346, over the next eight years, it killed at least 75 million and maybe as high as 200 million. Today, we know it was caused by a bacteria carried by fleas, but that was unknown at the time. In fear, the residents of Basel, Switzerland, blamed the Jews in the town as the cause. A number were rounded up, locked in a hut, and burned en masse. The number is debatable, but ranged from 75 to 600. By the end of the year, the entire population was gone, the cemetery destroyed, and any debts owed to Jews was canceled. Nice stuff. Governments never have enough money. In 1799, while fighting the Napoleonic Wars, the Brits introduced an income tax to support the war effort. Coal has been an important fuel source for centuries, until recently, in historic terms, Most was recovered from underground mines. Because coal is carbon-rich and formed from decomposed plant material, the atmosphere in a coal mine has two deadly problems. Methane is a flammable gas and responsible for mine explosions. The other is low oxygen or black damp. The free carbon bonds with oxygen to produce carbon monoxide. Digging a mine and removing coal is rather easy. Combating the things that want to kill you is another. Canaries were one early method. The tiny birds were more susceptible to the poor atmospheres. If the birds stopped chirping, it was time to exit the mine. Humphrey Davy designed the first workable safety lamp in 1816. If the flame went out, the oxygen was low. If the flame grew bigger and had a blue tint, methane was present. The key was the flame was enclosed in a wire screen that allowed air and gas in, but prevented the flame from propagating and causing a mine explosion a simple tool for a complex problem. In fact, the basic design was in common use until electronic gas meters came into play a few decades ago, and some miners still prefer the lamp as a backup. Some of the first photographs are made in the late 1830s. On this date in 1839, the daguerreotype process is announced and will remain in the public domain. President Nixon is born in 1913, born to a Quaker family in California. He has spent time in the House and Senate from California before his eight years as vice president. He narrowly lost the presidency in 1960, and the loss of a California representative race in 1962 seemed to point to the end of his political career. Then in 1964 and again in 68, he was elected president and oversaw much of the Vietnam War. Football great Bart Starr was born in 1934. A native of Alabama, he played for the Crimson Tide at the University of Alabama. Coach Bear Bryant wanted him to play for him. At the time, Bryant was at the University of Kentucky. Actor Bob Denver was born in 1935, educated with a degree in political science. He was teaching high school P.E., math, and history when persuaded to audition for a role on the television series The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis. That led to the title role, Ask Gilligan, for three seasons. We have yet to determine if Gilligan was his first or surname. In later life, he lived in the quiet town of Princeton, West Virginia, and operated a radio station there. Jimmy Page, guitarist for Led Zeppelin, is 79 today. The second album is released by the Monkees in 1967, entitled More of the Monkees. The album included the cut, I'm a Believer. Some things start off in one direction and end up somewhere completely different. Bill Freeze and Chip Davis were writing commercials and jingles for an ad agency in Omaha, Nebraska. Freeze was the copywriter and Davis composed the music. One client was the Met's Baking Company and the old home Bread brand. One of their skits for the brand was released as a song. Other mostly novelty songs related to life in Colorado came along. There was the one about the family trip in the mountains and the two truckers a load of chickens in a 25-year-old Peterbilt. The town being overrun with potheads or the purchase of an old Chevy truck. They all made the country charts, usually well down the list. Then the pair struck gold when they took on the idea of truckers trying to beat the 55-mile-per-hour speed limit and the CB radio which was a fixture in most vehicles in the mid-1970s. The result was the song Convoy, which hit number one on the country charts this week in 1976. It will also make a brief appearance on the top of the Billboard Hot 100, an extremely rare feat. I can only find one other example. Lone Star's Amazed in 2000 topped both charts. There were a few that made number two on the Hot 100 and a few more in the top ten, but it's a very short list. Pete Rose is in deep doo-doo with baseball officials in 1991. Now, he messed up. It was against the rules to bet on baseball games, no matter if you had the ability to throw the game or not. If you bet on your team to lose, you have a financial interest to underperform. A very bad situation. It does not appear he did that, but even betting on your team to win was frowned upon. As a result of revelations, Rose is banned from the game for life, and this includes the Hall of Fame, which she otherwise would be a shoe-in for. Now, rules are rules, but other far lesser players have a long list of drug offenses and are honored. But you can't bet on your own team to win. The iTunes platform is announced 22 years ago. If you regularly use iTunes, this program is there for download along with other podcast platforms. 14 years before iTunes, Apple introduces the original iPhone in 2007. In 2015, there's a funeral in Mozambique that is attended by over 300 people. The home-brewed beer that is served is contaminated with a toxic bacteria, leaving 75 dead and 230 ill. Today is National Law Enforcement Day, time to pause and think of the millions of Americans who devote their lives to keeping our society corralled. It's a tough job without a doubt, forgotten by the ones that tend to stay in line with society, and hated by those that would do ill. It takes a special personality to do the job, and sadly, that also attracts a few bad players. There is a human pitfall to cross into the realm of doing bad things for a good reason. The National Football League was awash in tributes to Damar Hamlin yesterday. As of this morning, his charity page has now topped $8.5 million. This most likely will create a new set of problems, Originally planned to raise a few thousand dollars for a toy drive for kids, it's now in the realm of corporate charity. How to use the money in a way consistent with the original goals will be a difficult task. It was a form of Toys for Tots, with maybe a list of 100 kids in need. Now with millions of dollars, the plan will need a complete rethinking. A problem. A good problem, but still a problem. That's history and comment for the ninth day of January. I'm Doug Tyrrell. Now go do something worth remembering.